yeah, I honestly just don't have it in me to to stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm not strong enough. I'm sorry. Degenerate. <laughs> All right, guys, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Peanut Brain. Uh, as you can tell, uh, Alex and I are in a different little position today uh, because we have some very special guests with us today. So today we have um, our friends from Nuance Nonsense, uh, Ben, and then our other Alex, or a new Alex, I guess. As always, I'm Chris. I'm Alex. I'm Ben. And I'm also Alex. If you guys don't know, Nuance Nonsense is another podcast, and Ben and... Our um, other Alex. Okay, wait. I need to figure this out. I can't keep on calling other Alex other Alex. Just call me Boo. <laughs> all right, all right. It's super simple. Yeah. So, I guess we got that figured out. But anyways, Ben and Alex, they are two UT students, and they've been making a podcast for over a year now. I guess. <laughs> I just noticed that um, you guys have like this really cute like anime chibi art, and I just want to say that I actually really like it. Yeah, Chris and I were looking at it. We really liked it. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. To be fair, this is not our work. It is the work of uh, a friend of mine, Sarah Quay. She did the gra- uh, she did like the the art design, and another friend, Lynn Tran, did the graphic design. Like for example, if you go on Spotify, we have like a brain. She did that. Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Chris and I were like trying to think of like friends that we had that could do art, but we couldn't think of any. <laughs> it was hard to find because I forgot like who did like I forgot who does like creative stuff because like I feel that me and Alex exist in sort of like a very stem bubble stem plus business i mean uh vu and i were also in the same boat too we're like we're really stem oriented and so are most of our friends so we have like two digital media friends and <laughs> one of them doesn't even do art yeah yeah just randomly hit them up one day and be like hey bro you want to get paid real quick <laughs> <laughs> that's how things be oh actually we didn't even we didn't even pay uh, damn bro <laughs> us, uh, like sarah or or lynn actually i had a friend who like did her like our intro song mm-hmm. um oh he yeah. made like two two ones for us that we can pick and damn there was no payment there was just a thanks <laughs> i mean 3.99 am i right yeah you're right <laughs> i feel like Actually, I'm kind of surprised that did I ask? I don't think I asked him. I think I just mentioned um doing a podcast. And I guess like we were tired enough that he's like, Oh, do you want me to make an intro song for you? And yeah. I was like, All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, um, I guess you guys want to talk about your podcast for a little bit? Yeah, sure. I think uh our podcast sort of spawned from me and Alex just having late night conversations and sort of that meme where if you have like deep sort of late night past midnight conversations in like a car or your apartment, just about random stuff. We just wanted to broadcast those type of conversations and just more widely, just any kind of conversation. And so one day in our senior apartment, me and Alex, were just talking and we're like, what if we made this a podcast? And since it was senior year, we were feeling very ambitious. We just went ahead and did it. And we were just like, wow, we can keep doing this. And there's no point of stopping because we're so committed to the idea. And here we are now. <laughs> yeah. That honestly yeah. sounds really similar to like how well the idea of the podcast is similar to how Chris and I did it. Unfortunately, we didn't ever, we never roomed with each other, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess for us, our podcast kind of spawned from a similar concept, but instead of having like deep conversations at like three in the yeah. morning, it was more like how stupid could we be together at three in the morning? <laughs> Yeah, because like mm. it'll 
always they'll be they'll be super late at night and they'll just like text each other something dumb or like throughout the day and it's like oh what if we just like you know bring these dumb conversations to like more widely viewed for our friends or something like that so they could you know just see how dumb we are yep yep yeah i feel like for us our i know ben's inspiration was like joe rogan Mm -hmm. and my inspiration was um lunch break from wong fu i know i guess lunch break is technically not a podcast but uh, it's very similar to one i mean i guess the one thing we're good at being is just being stupid but yeah i mean experts at that (laughs) hence peanut brain but it was like every time alex and i play games together we're just like yo why am i such a monkey i have like that was like such a bonobo brain move and then alex would say sometimes he would say sometimes like yeah that's just peanut brain man I was like, and then one day I was just like, yo, that's, that has to be the podcast name. Yeah. Cause I was like, I remember, have y'all watched Borat? <laughs> yes. <No>. Yes. <laughs> okay. So in Borat, he talks about like, you know, squirrel size, like squirrel brains are like peanut size. And that's why I kind of got that idea of peanut brain. I, I watched Borat at a way too young age, but it's probably true. So I'm dumb now. <laughs> I played GTA way too early too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, honestly, I feel like most kids like probably play like games that they shouldn't be playing so yeah yeah probably probably doesn't even matter at this point i remember when i went to gamestop when red dead redemption the first one came out (laughs) i was in like sixth grade i think at the time and i went to the store to go buy it with my mom and the gamestop employee like looked at the back and he's like ma'am are you sure you want to buy this for your kid there's violence sexual content nudity and i was like bro come on <laughs> i just want to play this game dude and my mom just looked at me like and she was like not about she was about to like not buy it for me um that would have been tragic because red dead redemption's a great game but yeah i also think at that time my mom's english wasn't the best so like i don't know like if she understood what the gamestop employee was saying yeah when i was young my mom like didn't let me play video games like at all and it like slowly loosened up and she was like you can't play video games uh, with blood in it or you can't play like m-rated <laughs> games yeah and then slowly I, I i i developed a sense of independence for myself and i was like i'm gonna play this i think it was not even like an m-rated game it was like rated teen yeah, um, yeah okay. it was called what was it called have you guys heard of mabinogi yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so it's um it's a spin-off of that game like Vin- mm-hmm. vinicius or oh, something like uh, that oh vindictus yeah vindictus oh, right the vindictus yeah so then i think that that's like a has like higher quality graphics is like more of a slasher or whatever so mm-hmm. that definitely has blood in it and then i was like oh i can't play because my mom won't let me but then one day i was like you know i'm i'm 13 i'm a big boy i'm gonna download this game and play it and then my mom didn't like punish me or anything so then i was like you know what fuck these rules and then uh, i i started to download more games yep yep sounds about right I'm- I'm glad my dad had a very, like, just... Because I grew up, like, uh, with a lot of, like, modded consoles and stuff. So you could, like, download games, like, instantly from my mm-hmm. PS2 or something. So he was just like, oh, yeah, just here's all these games on this PS2 or Xbox or whatever. <laughs> just go at it. And that, that's how I, got, like, got into just playing, like, games that I shouldn't have been playing as I was young. And then with uh, as I got older and started using the internet more, I found the existence of Newgrounds... And yeah, oh. <laughs> it always traces back to Newground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's there's a bunch of shit on there. 
Yeah, no, I was fortunate that my my dad plays games too, quite quite a bit. Oh. So yeah, he he's kind of. I grew up around video games and stuff, so it's like whatever. Yeah, I feel like I picked up no hobbies from my parents because they don't have any hobbies. <laughs> they just work. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like they're like your I don't know typical. Uh, immigrant parents they just work or their hobby is their child which is me yeah so just like bugging me and stuff i'm an only child nice same what about you ben are you, are you an only child i have a younger sister we're separated by five years so i don't know if that's the ideal age gap but i feel like me and my sister grew up very like in a very contentious relationship until i went to college i think that's how it usually works I think that happens a lot. Because I feel like with, some uh, people have told me if it's like a large enough or small enough age gap, it's not that bad. But it's when you're in this like middle area, like anywhere from like four to like six years where it gets really dicey. Did you guys share that experience or are you guys also only children? So I also had a younger brother who's a little bit less than two years younger than me, mm -hmm. which I guess kind of falls under the close enough age. But I guess I was just like an asshole kid. <laughs> because, because like growing up I if, thinking back I feel like I argue with my brother a lot and I think that's because I was just a jackass I think we were all jackasses at one point in time well at least I was and like it wasn't until like I mellowed out and like senior year of high school or like college mm -hmm. is when like I really chilled out and then we're just like super chill now but like before then I wouldn't say we were particularly close but we weren't like we didn't hate each other either though it's more like, yeah. oh, he just lives with me. Yeah, yeah. Coexist. Yeah, we just coexisted. I Even though I was an only child, I did grow up around like, I don't know, like 12, 13 other cousins. So I we would go to my aunt's house. Like she had like a really big house. So we would like always live there. And I had that, that uh, raising up thing where like all of us would like share the same bed and everything. And we all got into our own like sibling fight type-esque things. So even though I was an only child, I still had that experience. So I understand like sibling, you know, like whatever, what it's like growing up with a sibling since I was like hanging out with them constantly. And like when I went to college, some of the cousins that I'm like closer aged with, like we're super, super close now. Yeah. I'm like the only, like, I guess my family's the only part of the family that moved to America. The rest of them are in like Hong Kong. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I think I grew up pretty... Uh, I guess alone. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess your typical uh, only child experience. Um, I was like an introvert too, so mm -hmm. um, yeah, I just spent a lot of time by myself. I don't even know what I did if I didn't have many hobbies. I think I just like read and played Legos a lot. Yeah, Legos are fun. <laughs> what RPG roles would you guys say suits you? What, what a good okay. segue. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like Ben is the host of this podcast. <laughs> we we went to the last topic on here. We haven't even talked about the other ones. That's pretty good. I was actually thinking about trying to figure out how to bring that up. I feel like every time Chris and I like do a podcast, we're always like, we play games so much. We're like, let's just talk about games. Okay, so what are we defining as RPG role? Like, uh, like typical. Let's just do the basic ones. Let's not get too in depth. So like, warrior, bowman, mage, thief. Um, healer healer yeah healer okay i feel like for me I, i'd probably just be the warrior because mm -hmm. i like playing like slashing type games i don't really like like long range stuff because that mm -hmm. requires aim 
yeah. which I'm not which I'm not good at. <laughs> yeah. And just patience in general. And I think I don't know. I, it's interesting because I feel like the warrior position is pretty different from like my like personality, like IRL. But mm-hmm. I feel like when I play like in that role, I guess in games, it's like more exhilarating because like you're uh yeah, it kind of becomes like just a battle of like reflexes, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Damn, this guy's channeling his inner guts. <laughs> My inner Chad. <laughs> his hatred is coming out. All right, you want to go next, Ben? I'll have to say healer. I think part of it is because I play support in League, and so I think it's just the perfect transition, especially since I play a lot of Enchanter supports. I'm like, oh, healers seem perfectly suited for, like, I'm playing, like, Nami, Janna, Lulu. I, I mean, part of it is the meta, but... <laughs> I guess for me um warrior slash tank as well because uh growing up I, in wow i played a tank and then so i i was like kind of forced as a tank i don't know why i played a tank. i just did i didn't know what the fuck a tank did but uh you could, as a tank you're kind of forced to, like learn the dungeon really really well or the raid so then you lead people and then now as like in college and doing like group projects i don't like being not the man- project manager or like the lead because like if something goes wrong i'm like it's like okay you know it's this bitch's fault like <laughs> whereas like if i'm in lead and something goes wrong then i'll be like okay I'm, I'm the one to blame or whatever uh because that's how that's why i like starcraft as well because it's a it's a 1v1 game so like if you you know if you're if you're bad it's because you're bad it's not like because you know you're caring and you know four other people on your team just suck ass <laughs> so yeah I, that's why i like the warrior slash tank role back to support actually i was thinking about it i think part of the reason why i used to play ad carry which is kind of like the more clutch, you need to think about the game in the bigger picture sort of role. Mm-hmm. I think I switched away from that because I realized I'm not that clutch, but I can back you <laughs> up and help you become clutch if you are a clutch yeah, player. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it sort of spawns from my mentality where it's like, I don't think I'm super clutch at like moments where I really need to be, but I can help you get there in the sense that I can really like support you. For example, like when when I'm like playing games, I feel like a lot of my expertise comes from like strategy and less from like mechanical skill. I guess for me, um, I'm not gonna lie. I am a coward. I won't <laughs> run from you. I do not like fighting. Man's a mage. I, I refuse to be a tank or warrior. As cool, as much as I like the sword, I don't think I would be a good, like uh, a good warrior. I would probably be like a bowman. Where I can be a coward and just hit you from far away and then run away when you get too close. But then again, I also think, uh, I think tank would be kind of funny for me because it's kind of like just the guy who kind of like never dies no matter like what it goes through. And it's just mm-hmm. kind of like how I am with school. It's like no matter like all the shit I set myself up with, <laughs> I always somehow like get through it. It's just like everyone's always looking at you like, yo, why? how'd you get through that? I was like, I don't know, man. I just did. <laughs> Chris only put points into health, so whenever he steps on a landmine, he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, actually, kind of going into the history of RPGs, um, I remember, I think, apparently back then, like, the first, like, they had to differentiate, like, pen and paper RPG, because, like, Dungeons mm-hmm. & Dragons, and, like, yep. CRPG, like, computer yep. mm-hmm. RPGs, and, like, it was, like, more turn-based. Um, yep. I was watching, like, this YouTube channel called, like, Video Game uh toolkit or whatever and like he just explains like how video games work and mm-hmm. he was showing like this old level of like fallout 
yeah, which I guess was like an RPG, and it was literally just a lot of it is just like text where like you just pick yep. responses, yeah. and yeah, I guess like my image of RPGs are like I think the modern version, which is like the action RPG, where it's like kind of more yeah. like IRL, like not turn based, and mm. I was like, oh, like RPGs are, I think they become so ingrained in like most video games that like they're not really like its own thing anymore yeah no i agree mm, yeah. like because nowadays it's like oh you do some sort of action get some xp here's a skill point here's a skill tree put in a skill tree unlock a skill and you know that's that's te- technically like classified as rpg like in modern terms now because that was it used to be like a very like rpg system like back in the day or that didn't that isn't what made it rpg but it's it was like a, a common huge, thing in RPG. it was a common thing in like in like old rpgs but now i when i look for an rpg i'm like how well can i like you know because it stands for role-playing game so like how well does it allow me to like role play as like the character that i am in this game um so that's how i see like what i look for in rpgs now because i grew up around like those old rpgs like Baldur's gate that's the old republic mm-hmm. like dragon age and stuff like that um and then now it's kind of like i don't know it's kind of blended in it's like now it's like oh shooter rpg like borderlands for for instance i guess to me like rpg mechanics are like the default mechanics to me right because the first game like i really played was like maple story mm-hmm. and like that's yeah. like an mmorpg yeah yeah and like it's actually very hard for me to imagine what a game would be like without a skill tree or like yeah. these mechanics oh okay like i just assume like that's just like all games should have that, right? And I guess they do now. I even like online, like COD, like even though it's not like an RPG technically, like you still level up and everything because it gives you know yeah. player gratification or whatever, and you unlock stuff. So at that very base, I guess it's like there, there's you know some sort of leveling system. But um, I'm trying to think of a game that doesn't have a leveling system. Dark Souls has a leveling system, but you don't. It's not necessarily required for you to be the game. Which is interesting. You know, yeah. the famous game Tic Tac Toe. <laughs> oh, yeah, yes, he, like, yeah, on, yeah. he said, "Don't forget about Solitaire." Yeah, Minesweeper. <laughs> brick, brick Break. I think I think uh, uh, Vu kind of touched upon it, but like, what are some like RPGs nowadays that like are still faithful to the genre, or like you know aren't just like old an, an classic? Yeah, basically, um, in, like an old school RPG. Divinity so, original sin for sure. Yeah. So I guess specifically talking if a game's labeled like a JRPG, for sure you'll have like your classic RPG elements. Um, yeah. Japanese RPGs have always been like ex- distinguishedly Japanese RPGs. Like I don't think they shifted that much. Western RPGs, on the other hand, are like super diverse. So I think that's more of like the you how RP why. You guys were saying RPGs are more like a ubiquitous term now. But yeah, Divinity Original Sin, anything that's kind of like falls under like a Dungeons and Dragons label will probably be like your classic RPGs. Yeah, something that's like semi sandboxy, but not too sandboxy. Like sandboxy in the way you can approach like situations and stuff. Mm. Um, Deus Ex, Human Revolution, really good game. Um, Oh, yeah. The conspiracy theory game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's one of those games where it's like it rewards you for like not going like guns out blazing and like trying <laughs> to like sneak through the like the back paths. So I really liked that game. Um it's an, it is an RPG. 
but I would say it's like I, I wouldn't call it action. I think it's more like a stealth game with RPG elements in it. <laughs> so I guess okay. I guess one of my questions was like, you know how we bash on people for being basic? So like pumpkin spice lattes, et cetera, et cetera, uh, Visco girls. Um, do you do anything that people consider basic, but you think is perfectly like that you think is okay or shouldn't be basic? I feel like fashion. Most people trend towards basic because that's the most noticeable form of it in its trend. Because fashion, fashion is very like boom and bust cycle, right? And so yeah. mm-hmm. whenever I see how I dress, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm dressing like how everyone else is dressing. I'm dressing with the normies because I don't want to stand out yeah. too much. I don't want to wear no anime merch into college class. I don't want to stand out. <laughs> I don't hey, think bro, that yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, no, no graphic tees. I guess for me, like a super basic thing that I guess that's looked down upon, I guess in like the you know the gamer community or whatever the fuck, even because everyone has it, is that I, I have my my PC is like you know it has lights up and shit, right? RGB. Mm. Yeah, it's RGB, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, this is like disgusting, <laughs> like type of thing. I kind I like the aesthetic. No, I, I like the aesthetic too, but people like you know the P, the hardcore like pc master race guys are like oh he's just like one of those normies that has like a pc now like type of thing um mm. but that's okay that's the thing that i get annoyed at by like uh, these basic things like yeah i, I can there you know there's like basic things but when it gets to the point where you're like you're gatekeeping that's when it gets annoying yeah i think so- sometimes i feel like my music taste can be kind of basic so mm. like the other day like i was I was listening to, I was trying to find some new music. So then I was like, you know, I'm tired of listening to my usual songs. So I just went on like one of the Spotify curated playlists. And then I was like, I think I was listening to Mood Boosters or whatever. And I was like, oh, these are all pretty good. I haven't heard of these songs. And then they're all like, you know, 5 million, you know, 22 million listens. And then <laughs> I felt, I felt basic because I was like, oh, these are not what I know. Then like, does that mean what I do know is like super basic? But mm-hmm. I think it's like it's like really the de- also really depends on like the type of genre you listen to. Because um, I think I listen to like some hip hop and R and B, which is like pretty basic for an Asian guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I guess venturing into pop, which is like seen as literally the most basic thing. Yep. Um, it's a it's a whole new world for me that everyone's probably like, oh, I've already heard that from TikTok basicness though is like relative as well i mean everything is relative um because on one end you can be like oh i listen to like this you know pop song like yeah everyone listens to it the other end you could be like oh yeah i i use visco i'm i i'm on tiktok i wear patagonia like type type of shit like i i get pumpkin spice lattes which is like you know extreme like levels of like oh this is like all over the media type of basic you tell me you drink pumpkin spice lattes chris i saw your eyes (laughs) that's actually gonna be my talking point i was like okay i don't care what people say i think pumpkin spice lattes are actually pretty good and on that that note starbucks itself i think is pretty good because i don't care what you say starbucks is everywhere if you need a coffee Starbucks is right around the corner it's always got my back (laughs) i don't drink coffee unfortunately or i guess fortunately (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't, drink, I don't coffee drink coffee. Either, either. So I can't. I cannot uh, proclaim to the same amount as you, but I'll believe you. 
maybe I'll shrimp IRL. <laughs> what a transition. <laughs> also very smooth. Every everyone be everyone be simping in that community. <laughs> There's always that that new hot Asian shit that comes on and they're all like, oh who's this? If I'm being completely honest, yes, I have shrimped before. <laughs> Am I proud of it? Oh, so like what do you mean by like you've simped like what is what well, like what do you qualify as that behavior because it's become a very very watered down word in the yeah, modern yeah, yeah. land yeah i feel like it's easy to define things by like their extremes you know like the easy example for simps are like you know i don't know pokemon pokemon a is just like chilling and then someone's like i sent you like a million dollars and she's like oh. yeah, yeah yeah oh pokemon then, <laughs> yeah oh, yeah sorry pokemon, pokemon. <laughs> Um, so wait, back to Chris, what is your example of simping? Just to see what like what we define as it like, or what you define as simping. I'm just curious what the example, yeah. what the measuring stick okay, looks so like. My thing would be like, okay, freshman year chem lab, super cute girl, right? <laughs> so anytime she's like, hey, you want to study? And it's like, oh yeah, I mean, I had this thing where I had like planned for like a month with my friends, but I'll blow them off to study with you. <laughs> or... <laughs> <laughs> or it'd be like, hey, can I borrow your textbook? Because I don't have one. I was like, oh, yeah, I don't even need it. Just borrow it for the semester. <laughs> mm, that is that is kind of simping. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it wasn't my proudest moment, but it's also, I don't know. I don't know how to think about it. I don't know how I feel about it. But yeah, I feel like in terms of those types of experience, I've definitely done something like that. Like, mm -hmm. um not necessarily in terms of like interest because I went through all of college being single. Same, but same, same. In terms of like friends, like female friends are like, oh, like, hey, they're like, can you come do this? And it's like, as opposed to like if a male friend came and asked that, I feel like I'd be more leaning towards like saying yes to my female friend or like, mm -hmm. they're like, oh, like, can we hang out? And, you know, like maybe I've been planning something for a while. I, I feel like I've definitely been in that that scenario i can't think of like specific ones but i've definitely been there with female friends oh i guess for me like when a female friend wants to hang out like it's not like me simping for them it's like i just want to hang out with them it's like i don't get to hang out with them as much as i do like my male friends so like if they ask to hang out i'm like oh yeah sure you know let's hang out um but i don't think i've like simps them well i've simped for my girlfriend right now but <laughs> I haven't like sim-simmed. All right, so I've definitely simped before, like Ben knows, but like there was this girl I likes. Um, it was like toward the tail end, kind of, because like we graduated, so we were we were gonna be in like different places, and then like I never really like said anything, cause like I'm a bitch. Um, so I was like wasn't like mad. I didn't like blame anything, but basically she was like, "Oh, Alex, like, do can I ask you like a really important question?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And then she was like. Do you think guys like it when girls approach them? And I was like, "What type of fucking stupid ass question is this?" So I was like, and "I was like, yeah, of course." She's like, okay, like this, is, "This is guy like, or this is guy my cousin is like trying to introduce me to, and like he's kind of cute but shy, and like but it makes me go like heart emoji." And then I was like, "All right, I see where this is going." And she's like, mm -hmm. "Do you think you know if I reached out to him, he would appreciate it?" And then I was like yeah no shit like <laughs> i was like speaking as a i was like speaking as a shy guy like i would really like it if a girl approached me 
And she's like, okay. And then she never did. And then I was like, all right. I mean, this is fine. Like, I never said anything to her anyway. But then mm -hmm. a couple months later, like, I guess, like, we were catching up. And then I, like, told her about, like, like some job updates I had. And then she was like, oh, by the way, like, I've been talking to this guy. And, like, I don't know. I'm, like, kind of interested, but I'm kind of not. Like, I kind of want to be single still. Mm -hmm. And then I was just like, all right. I'm just going to tell her to go for it, even though this is, like, not in my best interest at all. Mm -hmm. So then I was, like, giving her advice. And then I was like, I'm a fucking simp. <laughs> and I just contemplated my, my life after that. Damn, bro, F. <laughs> that is an F. I'll, I'll throw an F, F up here for, for you. Friend zone. <laughs> F is for friends who do stuff together. <laughs> no! No! I mean, she's like explicitly said like, oh yeah, Alex, you're like one of my closest guy friends. I'm like, yeah. I mean, that's, that's good. But I was it's like, good, but then I, I look at like her, trickling down. I look at some of her like gay <laughs> friends and then that makes me think like, I wonder if she like just doesn't consider them like guy friends because like they're more feminine. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, well, I guess this is a, a positive in some ways, but also a <laughs> negative. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's like, that's like the thing though, because like sometimes if you simp too much, then you end up in the friend zone and you just like keep simping and you're just like constantly there. Um, but I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you live and you learn. Yeah. What is? Yeah, live and learn, man. <laughs> Next time, just go balls to the walls. <laughs> Okay, honestly, the first time wasn't too bad because like you it know, happened more than once. I was like, okay, this is this is this was this is like okay. I mean, I kind of asked for this, you know. I didn't like say anything. This is the second time because she just slid it into the conversation. I was like, damn, I can't escape. <laughs> you gotta wear it like a badge of honor. Yeah, more like the badge of shame. <laughs> the trophy. <laughs> It's worth 100 gamer points. <laughs> okay, if it's a trophy, it's it's the dumbass participation trophy. It's a trophy no one wants but gets anyway. <laughs> you haven't lived life if uh, you haven't sims. <laughs> I guess I guess one can say that. Yeah, I don't know. I think this is like super like hardcore. Like when I think, I don't know, for me simping, like I just think of like the hardcore Twitch simps. Where, you know, it's like any streamer and it's like, oh yeah, here's like loads of money, like notice me senpai type of shit. Yeah, so one of his, do you, do you know, uh, I'm not going to mention, wait, do you know, never mind, one of his friends um, yeah, is I a hardcore I... simp for, for Valkyrie. And um, yeah, he's a super like, hardcore simp for Valkyrie and it's like, like really, really simple. I'm not sure if they, he does donations, but like in terms of like everything else, like it's pretty simp. Like... Like, you can, like, scroll through, like, Instagram and you'll, like, you know, go and, like, Valkyrie's thing. You'll see his comment there saying, like, you know, some, like, some compliments, like, OMG, like, type of shit. Yeah, it's pretty. Damn. I don't think I've ever known the person who actually donates. That's an accomplishment of itself. Yeah. <laughs> when you start throwing money at random strangers. Dude, to sign. You know, speaking of simping, I actually thought... Cause like my my hands, I'm not gonna lie, my hands and feet are kind of feminine. So I was like, "Yo, what if what, what if I just you know started selling some pictures, <laughs> some extra cash, dude?" I was watching a, a Joji interview, just cause, <laughs> and he was talking about porn, and he was like, "The people who acknowledge that they watch porn probably watch like the more vanilla stuff, you know, 
like mm-hmm. the normal stuff. But people who don't talk about, like the ones who adamantly deny that they watch porn, probably have the <laughs> hardest fetishes. And I was like, this is big facts. Yep, yep, no. I, yeah, I can see that, yeah. I can see that. It's because it's like, some of that shit is like, it makes you guilty to jack off to it. Dude, some, something <laughs> about, you know, the, the horny monster is real, dude. <laughs> it takes over you. Like, I can here, here. So, like, the thing that's like the first time, like, I remember when I discovered porn when I was in like late middle school, high school. And it's like when you first discover porn, it's like it feels like the whole world is your oyster. You know, yep, there's just yep. like pages upon pages <laughs> of just free stuff. And when you're just scrolling through, scrolling pages. through, scrolling through, you end up finding weird shit. And, you know, you always evaluate it based on the thumbnail. Yep. yep. So, first time I saw it, like, Thing, I immediately like cleared my incognito tab, like turned off my phone and went to sleep. I was like, this is, <laughs> this is fucked up. I don't know if I can keep this in the podcast. No, no, just keep it in the podcast and keep it. It's, it's perfect. Um, no, I agree. Um, I remember one day, like everyone was like talking about fucking two girls, one cup. I was like, oh, what the fuck is this? And I saw that shit and I was like, oh my God, I fucking turned that shit off, dude. I, I did I did not eat chocolate ice cream for three months straight. I could not. <laughs> I, I was so scarred. I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, it, like I can't look at this. And like, I just like, I, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to watch porn anymore. I was like, nope. I, like, I, I'm going to stay clean for a little bit. <laughs> All right. I guess on the topic of porn, what are y'all, what is y'all's opinion on Pornhub getting rid of like 7 million videos? <laughs> It's uh, it's very upsetting because I I love, I love uh, JAVs and basically those are mostly gone now. So yeah, yeah I'm upset. I mean, Alex, me and you will talk after this podcast. But my friend was, uh, <laughs> my friend was like telling me how he like bookmarked like a lot of different things on Pornhub and then he like went to look at his bookmarks and he's like what do you all know and I was like bro you didn't know and he's like I he's like, I found out real quick yeah yeah dude like okay so for me personally I, I like I tend to watch more like amateur shit I don't like uh, professional shit um and then when like Pornhub got rid of all that shit I was like I was like googling I was like what the fuck I can't find this shit and then so so now praise x videos man <laughs> <laughs> please sponsor me okay i'm gonna tell you right now i feel like pornhub was just like i, I look porn pornhub last like i feel like if you have to look at other websites because pornhub is this, like it'll never i just feel like it never has exactly what i'm looking for <laughs> okay that sounds very incriminating i'm not i'm not like out there like sexually it's just that like i feel like pornhub especially now with like the huge takedown i feel like it it's just, I don't know. I just feel like I have to look, jump through so many loops just to find like non-vanilla things. Mm, okay. 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 <laughs> I think this is just further self-incriminating, but it's so you, out there. You, you into the yeah. anal fisting, bro? <laughs> <laughs> no more. <laughs> People change, bro. Oh my god. He hated as a kid. Loves it now. <laughs> He's he's one of those guys that Joji was talking about. <laughs> Side note: There was like some TikTok I was watching, and then like it was like some, it was it was kind of mean, but it was like some fat girl like saying, um, 
like how she was like really pretty and like all all the guys liked her or whatever and then there's just like some other girl just putting on a cap and then putting on more caps oh, every single time the girl the fat girl was talking and i was like this is so mean but it's just too savage <laughs> so i i had to like it but anyway <laughs> i was you know, you know how like anyway porn you know i think pornhub is like the most you know i don't want to say basic porn site but it's like the one that everyone goes to, right? It's all reliable. Then, you know, because, yeah, okay. it's not... Alex, Alex distilled what I was trying to say in a much easier to understand format. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here. I'll, it, it has the you cleanest know. UI, you, UI yes, UX the, experience. Cleanest UI, you're probably not going to get a fucking virus, you, yeah. know, <laughs> you know, jacking off on, on that <laughs> website. But anyway, you know, it's like so commodified that like you have premium, you know, you have like models and... But, you know, sometimes, you know, some of the best videos are under, they, they appear to be really good, but they're, they're behind a paywall. So I was like, you know, I feel like porn and piracy are very, very deeply connected. So I was like, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to download stuff yet, but I was like, huh, what are some ways I can get around this? And then like, so I was like, you know, Reddit always has the answer. So, of, you know, of course, you know, doing this in incognito, I was like, I was like, I don't know how to watch Pornhub premium videos for free Reddit. And I was like, oh, there are some alternative websites I can go on. So I was like, it just makes me think like, huh, I guess there will be a time where you start to branch off of Pornhub, you know, either, you know, you're like Ben, you want to find something more befitting to your taste or you're like me and you don't want to pay for porn, but you want to see the content. You just want to see some titties, bro. I, I want to see the complete storyline to this video. I need to see how the pizza oh gets delivered. <laughs> okay, here, quick, quick thing. So if there's not a full video, sometimes what I'll do is I'll search for the same thing, but like, but then I'll put like full, and then sometimes I'll get on a different website. <laughs> Damn, it's, uh, it's quite easy. Yeah. For the past, actually, I was going to say the past 22 years, but I was like, I wasn't jacking off since I was zero. But however, <laughs> however long I was doing it, it just never crossed my mind. <laughs> All right, so Ben Ben said he he discovered porn like late middle school, early high school. When did y'all discover? Like, I'm, I'm a filthy fucking animal, dude. Um, so, dude, this guy's like I've been jacking off since I was since I was in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> so, circling back to the topic of new grounds that I mentioned earlier, yeah, uh, <laughs> I got exposed to some anime titties pretty early on. <laughs> And then one nice. day, one day I just found, I think, I think on fucking Google, I was like sex videos in like fucking fifth grade. <laughs> and then I, I stumbled upon Pornhub and I was like, why does this exist? What? I was just like, what the fuck? And then ever since then, I've been, yeah. <laughs> ever since then, I've been, yeah. Yeah. What about, what about you, Chris? Probably early middle school like sixth grade ish maybe seven okay. okay um no starting getting into some animes and um some of them were a little bit more risque <laughs> and then i was like i like that i'm gonna find me some more <laughs> and then down the rabbit hole i went and next thing you know lo and behold pornhub exists i was like oh wow unlimited power <laughs> unlimited power it was literally like Oh, it's like the moment when you're like as a kid you're like oh like i'm a little padawan and like you fucking find porn i'm like i'm a fucking sith lord now 
You should light like me. But on I, was, your tape, I didn't even bro. Google it, right? I went on like YouTube, right? And I was like, I was like, anime titties. And it was in Google, it's like YouTube. And, and that's like, and then like the YouTube videos had like links like in like the descriptions. <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. For context sake, if you watched anime prior to like 2010, you would watch anime on YouTube in three parts because they would yep. split yeah. it up. Like it would be nine minute videos. It's like nine, nine, and then like five or something. And yep. it, there was because there's no anime sites. I remember the first one I used was like GoGo Anime, but prior to them, everything was on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Yep. And- I watched the entirety of Death Note on YouTube. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I watched Naruto yeah. uh, subbed <laughs> and caught up to like the the Raws uh, on YouTube. Good time. I think they're they're trying to uh, make a a like anime YouTube channel for like Japan is like will like legally release it there for free. Oh, I, I don't know that. if they're subbed. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh, that's kind of spicy. Yeah, I guess not not to like make y'all answer the question and me not doing it. I actually discovered I think. Uh, I think I discovered porn around the same time as like Alex as well, or like fifth grade. You know, I was mm-hmm. pretty early, maybe even fourth grade. I'm not I sure. Think, I think for me it was fourth or fifth grade, one of those two. Yeah, but yeah, I remember um, out of the womb just pumping it. <laughs> yeah, when my when my mom felt the kick, it wasn't because I was kicking. It was, it was I was jacking off. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> All right, just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. <laughs> All right, cap. <laughs> I feel like I feel like for me. <laughs> All right, sorry. I should not have said that. That was that was too far. But, um, I think I think for me it was it was it was like cartoons. So like I was I think I, I looked up like Black Cat or like Mary Jane or something, and there was like uh, there was a there was a risk photo. So I was like, hmm. And then, um, I think I discovered like you know western hentai basically and i was like i didn't i didn't like actually read it um but i would like google it and then try to this is even before in like incognito so i was like i was basically fucking over to my dad because i was using his account to google stuff yep yep and then, and then like i would just like i would just like look at stuff and i was like hmm and then um, I didn't have my own computer, so then like I would have limited time to do it. So then whenever my parents would come, I would like close out so quickly. And then eventually they're just like, wait a second, why are you so suspicious? And then and then I would usually be like, Oh, I was just looking at this bionicle article or something like that. <laughs> but, um and I think later on, like I stumbled upon like like actual like like images of like like naked woman and i was like what the fuck like that's a vagina (laughs) (laughs) you know i think uh yeah i think i kind of continued on that path and then uh yeah once you're once you're there you you can't go back so yeah yeah slowly devolved into there um dude alex's story pretty pretty fun times all over the place like zero to (laughs) a hundred hundred to zero every single turn You know, like, I, I think something similar happened with me, too, because, like, we had a family computer. I didn't know what the fucking incognito mode was. <laughs> so, like, you know how on Google and everything, like, when it, like, back then or whatever, like... It would show your like, previous search It would show your most, like, things. I would Google, I would, like, open it, and, like, why is there porn? I was, like, I would, like, always click it out, and then that's what I learned about, like... That's what I heard about clearing history and everything, so I would do it every time. <laughs> Man, that's yeah. some sketchy times. That's why I've never been caught. Or maybe I have been. Yeah. My parents never one said time, like, One time I had a friend over, 
um, <laughs> this friend is actually pretty funny. I'll talk about him like right after this, but um, <laughs> like this is before incognito as well. So I think I went to like <laughs> like lesbianporn.com or something, <laughs> and then like. I didn't close out, so then like I typed in. We had to go to. I we had to go to some website that's beginning with an L. So I typed <laughs> in L, and then it like auto completed to no. lesbianporn.com, and like immediately pressed the backspace because like, wait, what did I see? And then I was just like, I I don't know. Like, <laughs> you're capping, bro. Like, it was League of Legends, like, bro. Yeah, and then like I typed in L, and then it didn't show up. So I was like, bless Google. But this friend. This friend's a very funny guy. He, oh my god, he, he, he he's like, I, I he's I don't know if he's like, sounds sound very mean. So I'm just gonna go straight into it instead of dragging out. But like, he's like the most stereotypical weeb that you can ever imagine. Oh like, no, he was already saying like 3D is better or not 2D is better than 3D. You know, he's like I don't jack off the 3D porn. You know, I'm hentai only. And then he's oh, like. Shit. He would send me like ball crushing, like hentai. All right. So, like, this man in like ninth or 10th grade has like already developed a strong fetish. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck? So, yeah, he was into like, like, uh, like she males and like Fudanari oh. and stuff like that. God, so, then, but it's like really weird because like he's also like a Reddit atheist, you know, and like, you know, <laughs> not, not, like. Nothing, nothing against like atheists stuff like that. Things like, have mixed together perfectly. It's just like you know. But the funny thing is like he's such a Reddit atheist. He's like I'm very logical, you know. I'm very good at math and science, but English I cannot understand. So I would literally be sitting with him in like English class, and then we would have to analyze something, right? I think one time we had to analyze like, like a biblical character, but it wasn't even in like a religious. Like literally, it was just like treat this like a piece of literature. He's like religion, and English. I can't do this. He's like, I don't understand what's going on. You have to do it for me. I'm like, bro, it's literally like the teacher really has like like a guided passage for you to read. Like, you don't even have to think, okay? Just follow the fucking passage. But then he was like, I can't. It goes against like his image of being like, you know, a Reddit atheist. <laughs> and then, you know, and it's kind of funny because like, okay, so like, like I'm Christian. So then, you know, you know, that's the opposite of a Reddit atheist. So he yeah. was like, Alex, would you ever consider being an atheist? And I was like, no. And then he and he looked at me just like disappointed. And he's like, are you sure? And I was like, uh, I mean, uh, I, I don't really want to. And he was like, he's like, okay, maybe one day. And I was just like, I was like, damn, this guy is like an evangelical for like atheists, you know? And... He was just like the most stereotypical person you could imagine, like forties categories. It's uh, <laughs> it was quite sad. Is he um, incel? He kind of is. I think his latest like profile picture is like like an anime girl, but his latest like actual profile picture of himself was like him wearing like a night mask. Oh god. So, okay. Yeah. I've so never he... met a more <laughs> stereotypical, stereotypical man. Reddit atheist and in... <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so, time, Alex, so like a series of stories. I was cracking so hard. I just could not breathe. <laughs> it's just so wild to hear about like, this existence of a real person. Okay, so actually, since since you're Christian, and so I'm going to go to church, and I was I'd always feel guilty after like I fucking like you know middle school me, high school me, I'll jack up like oh god, I fucking sinned. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Sure. And then and then like when you go to confession, I was like, do I want to tell the priest I watch porn? <laughs> <laughs> I could never bring myself to tell the priest I like nah man I can't do it I feel like so like I, I come from like a like a Baptist background because like I, okay, I'm okay. like Chinese mm-hmm. so like yeah I think porn is also a very like taboo it's like an open taboo subject if you know what I mean like yeah. everyone knew that like we were all jacking off the porn <laughs> yeah. but then they were like let's just like let's not do it right mm-hmm. and I guess like I've always had like mixed feelings because like I guess there's like secular reasons to not like porn too like you know, technically, like, uh, you can get, like, porn head or, like, you get an unrealistic standard for sex. I think it's just, like, hard sometimes. I guess I still struggle with it. Um, but it's just hard because, like, I know at some point I'll probably just watch porn again. So it's, like, <laughs> hard for me to be, like, yeah, I'm going to put a stop to this, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I know, like, some people, like, still try and, like, I am, like, I guess a part of like, you know, small groups or whatever, we like talk about it. But I guess, you know, I'm honestly just like, hey guys, I don't want to lie to you. But yeah, I honestly just don't have it in me to, to stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm not strong enough. I'm sorry. Degenerate. Yeah. Damn. This podcast went from nerd shit to like real degenerate shit real quick. <laughs> yeah. This, this podcast went... Real- this is good. Went went too real and raw. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> no, it's good. It's this, good. This is Patreon exclusive now. <laughs> Patreon exclusive. If any of uh, my Trump friends are listening, I'm sorry, but I wasn't lying. <laughs> He's a man. He doesn't to lie. Hey, okay, I'm gonna the pull Bible one says, out for Alex next time I drink. <laughs> yeah. The the Bible says do not lie, so I'm he's a not man lying, of, dude. man of honesty. A man among men. Well, I'll be honest. Um, when Tommy first like introduced you guys to uh, me and Vu, I was kind of like nervous because like just looking at your content, I was like, oh, these guys like a lot more serious than like me and Vu. Yeah, no, so, I'm so, glad y'all could like. So we're like worried about how we, how we would vibe. So I was like, is this gonna be like an awkward podcast? But like here we are, <laughs> talking about nerd shit. But yeah, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad it was just a chill podcast where we could just like just meme. So appreciate it. This is the true essence of Peanut Brain. Yeah, yeah. No, this, this is probably like the most monkey brain episode we've had. So thank you. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice. The power of of porn and friendship. <laughs> <laughs> the power of four horny guys in a in a Discord call. Yes. <laughs> the power of my Nakama will help me type into the search bar. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me something good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go to page two. <laughs> he said. He said I like to find something by page two, not page fifty this time. <laughs> uh, okay. Is there anything you guys want to shout out, like your Instagram, your YouTube channel? Yeah. So uh, um, yeah, we're exist. <laughs> we're uh, we're new ones nonsense. Uh, we're also a podcast, as mentioned in the beginning. Um, our handle is at A and B Podcast and. Uh, we're on YouTube and Spotify as Nuance Nonsense. Um, I think there is another channel called Nuance Nonsense, but we are the ones with, you know, it's like a chibi picture of the two of us. Um, and Spotify is like a brain, so should be, yeah, should be pretty obvious when you see Yeah, us. we'll provide links in the description, so for that. And then we'll provide pictures wherever Chris wants to put them in the, edit them in the podcast. <laughs> 
Well, yeah. Otherwise, um, this has been another episode of Peanut Brain. Thank you, everyone who's watching. If you like this video, go check out Nuance Nonsense. Otherwise, drop a like. And if you really liked it, share it with a friend because we're trying to get the podcast out there. Yep. And thank you, uh, Ben and Alex, for coming on. Much appreciated. Thanks for, for having us. us. Yeah, dude. All right. See ya. <laughs> Bye.